0: Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, the 3rd of September and a good day today. The market at one point was up 54 points on the back of Wall Street, up 455 points with the NASDAQ lagging for once. And our market seeing recovery stocks doing a lot better today than they did yesterday. Flight Centre Webjet up 4.8% and 3.9%. Hello World up 5.4%. They're your sort of quasi-recovery hopes proxies at the moment banks also doing pretty well today up one and a half percent most of them bhp's gone ex-dividend down two and a half percent zeros down four percent as the ceo i think it is or founder sells some shares WiseTech also saw some small selling from its CEO. The buy now pay later stocks which have been belted over the last couple of days are just sort of finding a level today. Flexi rents up 3.2% APT up 0.6%. I've written about it in the strategy piece today. A newspaper article today has canvassed responses from the Zip CEO and the APT CEO and the Sezzle CEO and their comments you can read them in the strategy piece. But their comments are more sort of general defiance than any specific reason not to worry. The Zip CEO tries to dismiss buy now, pay later wannabe PayPal as a global payment elephant. Well, I'm not sure you should ignore it when an elephant sits on you. But anyway, they seem to have no real response other than, as I say, general defiance. Meanwhile, yesterday's GDP number was... A bit worse than expected and put us into recession for the first time in 29 years. One of the Sydney Morning Herald articles this morning says seven reasons not to freak out now we are in a recession. Reasons like it's old news, the figures are actually better than expected, we've done better than other countries... Household spending has fallen 12%, but that has led to a huge rise in household savings, which gives us the biggest buffer of savings since the 1970s, apparently. Anyway, it seems we don't need to worry about the GDP number because it was very much expected, and we're looking ahead, not back. The Aussie dollar this morning is at 73.34. It hit 74 plus on the back of the RBA statement. But the GDP number just taken the top off it for the moment. But look at the chart in the strategy piece. The Aussie dollar is still trending up, which is a bit of a barometer of economic optimism. I also note the nickel price flying along at the moment. See the chart in the strategy piece. Meanwhile, 10-year bond yields coming off the top again. Don't really like that. That is supposed to be rising as we get more economically optimistic but it isn't at the moment. And the VIX volatility index has picked up a little bit. Don't want to see that develop. Now, tomorrow, I was trying to do it today, but there's too much fiddling around to do in the software to give you a proper look at it today. So I'll do it tomorrow. I'll launch the Marcus Today ETF portfolio. Now, what I'm going to do to start with is simply to start it in hindsight. It's a lot easier in hindsight to outperform, by the way. I'm going to start it in hindsight on 31st of October 2018, which is when all our Marcus Today newsletter portfolios started. And I'm going to buy or pretend I bought VAS, which is one of the ASX matching ETFs. Pretend I bought that and sold it whenever we sold out of our funds over the last two and a half years. And whenever we bought back in, I'll buy the ETF again, the VAS ETF. So the performance matches what we have done as regards decisions about cashing out and cashing back in. It's a bit of a cheat, obviously, but it does give you an idea of what sitting in an ETF alone and simply doing it with brains in other words getting out at the right times or at least getting out at the times we did which were right in hindsight and the performance you could have achieved in hindsight by simply trading an ETF and I'm afraid to tell you you'll see the chart tomorrow I'm afraid to tell you that although we have all dismissed ETFs as boring it's a pretty good result if we can achieve or if in future we could achieve that step performance where we step into the market when it's going up or we think it's going up, step out when it looks precipitous, step back in when we think the risk is over. And if you do that, the performance can be really good anyway. You'll see that tomorrow in the newsletter. And going forward, I'll do things like sell out of the ASX matching ETF and possibly go into another ETF, maybe a cash ETF, see whether that gives us a return or maybe gold or something that goes up when the market goes down. Maybe we can do even better. Anyway, it is a window on what we could do with ETFs. It's not going to replace anything. It will be very inactive, I'm sure, but it will give you something to track our market thoughts with rather than track our stock picking with. Now, moving on, we have increased our weighting in Sydney airports this morning from 1% to 3%. We already hold it, but there's a bit of a buy. Signal on the charts. The brokers quite like it. Morgan's have got a bit of research out this month with a target price 15% above the current share price. There is a huge earnings recovery forecast for next year, and I think it's just one of those stocks that we're going to be looking back on in a year's time saying, why weren't we buying it in the middle of that COVID mess? This is a stock with significant assets. It's done its capital raising, it's insured its future at least for the next year or two, and maybe somewhere near near the bottom. That aside, I've got a couple of ideas in the newsletter today. One we're looking at at the moment, which was Lendlease. They had a strategy briefing this week and the reaction from brokers is really quite positive. Macquarie have got a target price 15% above the current share price. Citigroup, 26%, UBS, 15%, and they're all buyers. And the share price has bottomed. See the chart there. And I've put the stock box in as well today. Again, a huge hole in earnings this year, which is recovered next year. Another recovery stock. We are absolutely chockers with recovery stocks. This This recovery had better happen or we're going to look pretty silly. AMP as well. A number of people have emailed about whether to buy AMP. You might have noticed the price has picked up on the back of the announcement yesterday that the company has recently experienced an increase in interest and inquiries in its assets and businesses. And they're going to appoint a team of consultants and lawyers to examine the opportunities. I'll tell you, you always worry when a big stock, a big company, announces a strategic review or has to call in consultants and lawyers to, to do something that the management should be doing and should be able to do far better than some outside consultants. It's that sort of failure move that you need to get expensive outside lawyers and consultants to do your work for you anyway. They have done that. We used to say on the Broking Desk, at the moment you saw the word, we are initiating a strategic review and an announcement, it it basically meant go short and stay short Until inevitably the CEO is replaced and his successor writes everything off, downgrades downgrades guidance and smashes the share price for one last time and then you can buy. Anyway, at this point we have the consultants and lawyers stage. It's a bit cynical, but you get the idea. But it's clear that a lot of people are thinking of buying it. They've got a special dividend, an X date coming up, September the 18th, 10 cent special dividend, which is... 14 cents odd if you include franking that's a 6.19 percent yield which is up to what's that nine percent yield including franking as i say on a special dividend plus the charts turning up a little bit after the bounce in the price 4.9 percent bounce in the price yesterday The forecast yield, not including the special dividend next year, is still respectable. 3.7% plus franking goes to about 5.3%. And they've got a share buyback starting on Monday. But brokers don't like it. It's not a growth stock. We're not going to buy it. But I had a few emails. So the chart, the numbers, the broker research is in the strategy piece today. You can make your own mind up. My fear is that when it goes X this special dividend, which is what people are interested in, the share price will fall more than the dividend. So it's a a net negative sum game, I guess. Unless, of course, you, you, you believe the price has bottomed, which maybe it has. Anyway, try not to get damaged in the process, but there is a dividend there to strip in a dividend skinny world. It might interest some of you. Finally, a few technical observations on A2 Milk. There's some director selling there, by the way. APA, I won't tell you which way, you can go to the newsletter and find out. Corporate travel and bingo. I could make a whole section just out of these technical observations which are quite interesting. Now, you'll notice today the podcast is not available in the email. You have to click through to the website. This is because there are a lot of people we have found who are not members listening to our podcast. So in order to get the link, you're going to have to click through to the website. Apologies for that, but I think our emails are getting copied and sent out more than we would like, in which case we need to protect you as paying members and us as a business and quietly slide stuff onto the website rather than being available openly in the emails. And you will see that process quietly happening. That's about it. As I leave you, market up 37 points. Banks lead, resources lag travel doing well, energy flopping, gold flopping even more. Have a good day. I'll speak to you tomorrow.